You are now listening to Black Guy Therapy, a therapeutic podcast. I would AAAA going into this, but this is different. So, uh, welcome to Black Guy Therapy. <laughs> um, this is one of the ones where you just almost got to just dive right into the episode. But anyway, welcome to Black Guy Therapy. If this is your first time listening to us, as we say in every episode, we're glad that you're here. Uh, we are a therapeutic podcast. That's what we call ourselves. Every time I say therapeutic podcast, Joel smiles. It's like it's like a heaven sent for him. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um but uh, with Therapeutic Podcast, we are designed for black men to just vent about issues that we generally wouldn't talk about, you know, day to day. Um, this is a safe space for black men to talk and, and just uh, have a good time. But anyway, how are you, Joe? We got we got a little echo going on. I don't know where that's coming from. I don't know either. But are you OK? Are you doing all right today? I'm doing fantastic. How are y'all brothers doing? Doing all right, Henry. You doing good? Yes, sir. I'm good. How about yourself? I'm doing great. And we have we got we we got we got one of our special guests who I think is going to be a regular. He's pretty much going to be a regular here. Um, he he was oh, like, yeah, Otis, you know, let me Otis, know whenever you, you you recruit new members. I see. Hey, that's what we do. What do we say? What we say? This is All right, man. It was, it was good. It was good talking to y'all tonight. Man, I'm going to get back here. <laughs> I'm going to get up out of here. I can't deal with Otis. This is a safe place. And if anybody wants to join us, they most certainly can. I'm not going to deny You're that. more than welcome. You're more than welcome. Yeah. Here. So we have, uh, the good, I call him the good doctor. Um, he's not an MD, but I don't know. He's got a, he's got a couple uh, doctor stuff in front of his name. So he's a he's a pharmacist. And y'all have heard him on, our, on here before. Um, and uh, Gerard, welcome back. Ah oh, man, thanks. Thanks for having me back, man. Yeah, it's man. good to see you guys' faces, man. And get, yes, sir. Get therapy on. So yes, sir. Yeah. I got one request. I know the people can't see this, but I can. I know that might be your jersey in the back, but that orange is killing my eyes. <laughs> you know, I, I wish you know what I'm next. I'm gonna move around to where my jersey is behind me. It's on the no, other don't, it's, don't it's, do it's that. Good, Ty. Good. Ty, you, you, know. you cool where you at. Stay where you at. <laughs> You know, once we're good again, I'm going through these these dark dog days, man. I'll make it a lot better. You know, when you're when you're a fan, you got to go through the dog days to see the life. You know what I mean? So hey, I, hey, I take it hey, all. I, I feel you, brother. My hurricanes ain't looking been looking good since 2002. <laughs> so we in the same boat. Exactly. I know. <laughs> we in the same boat. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, let's on. go. What, what we got Wait. going on tonight? Hold on. I just want to say this. It's been a while. This is our first episode of the new year. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Let's just talk about how we have how we have evolved and and been doing this for a full year, and now we're on the back half, um, getting ready to you know complete the second year. Not too far, right? Um, wow. We we have done all right. Um, yeah. And I just want to say I appreciate you guys. And appreciate um, you too, bro. Yeah. And Gerard, like I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you're gonna that you're gonna be a regular regular with us. You're gonna give us a new perspective. Um, that makes me happy because as as Joel always says, that's growth. And that's all we're here to do. We're here to grow. Well, the conversation tonight, we might be all on the same. It might be the same thing <laughs> said four different ways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's how this conversation might go tonight. And, and here's the thing. I think everybody knows what's coming, right? Um, yeah. If you don't know, you soon will. Exactly. I think everybody Very knows soon. what's coming. We literally saw on 
our TVs, our cell phones, whatever you watch whatever your media you on, right? We saw the white privilege at its finest. Well, maybe a little of that too. But we saw the, the white, the, not the White House, the, the Capitol building under siege by what do you call those people? Hey, 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 Joe. I mean, Todd, it wasn't under siege, they were invited. <laughs> well, I know y'all don't seen the clips. With a barricade, with officers, just like you know just what? Like, hey, man, you know what? Just, yeah. man, go ahead. He, I don't want he reenacted the Moses that. scene. Exactly. <laughs> Party the red scene. Get my people in. You know, have you seen the little commercial? The black dude is like, oh, oh no, I, no, I ain't messing with y'all. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> go the way. <laughs> yeah. So I take it we all seen the black cop there had that was like, no, nah, y'all stop, and then he stop. ran back and got the billy, uh, his billy club. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I couldn't have been here. Reason why I couldn't have been him, I was shot one of And see, I wanted to talk about that too. I mean, obviously there's so much to unpack. Maybe we should start. Well, let's start there, right? So yeah, yeah. Um, think about this. So and, and this is something that I've been thinking about all day. Um, because I was so busy yesterday, I really didn't have an opportunity to just sit down and see what was going on. But I did see the video of the black guy that Henry's talking about, right? So Think about him, this black man who's Capitol Police. Mm-hmm. Um, he's doing his job, right? Mm-hmm. But think about how he did his job against those white people versus if that if if he was a white dude and those people were black, what would have happened? You know, a shot would have went off. Oh yeah, a shot would have went off. I mean, listen, listen. We we're we're not gonna sit around here and play like we don't know what have happened. If we if it was the, uh, the roles were reversed, we're not gonna play that role because we know what happened. Mm-hmm. You we couldn't even when Black Lives Matter that went up there peacefully protesting, you, you couldn't even get on the steps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and and I mean, there's that that video, and I think it's been circulating how they show the the vast difference how how um, they were peacefully protesting in front of the Lincoln Memorial and how there were National Guardsmen and all type of um, Capitol Police standing on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial yeah. versus how yeah. now there were, I mean, there was no, other than normal patrol people, there was no, soup, like a lot of extra help, right? Yeah. And yep. then when they asked Trump to activate the National Guard, he said no, he didn't want to. Did y'all no. know that? You thought he right. didn't want to activate against his people? No, he told him to go up there. Yeah. And he said well, he was going correct. with him. He did say he was going with him. That That is. <laughs> he did. He yeah. did. He I didn't catch that part. Now, that's hilarious. <laughs> now, that, yeah. I, wish he, I wish he even went with him. Yeah. And yeah. slowly crept up back over into the, the yeah. motorcade. Yep. And yeah. went the yeah, other like, way. Yeah. 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 Man, he would have, hey, that would have been so, he did it so smooth. So he smooth. Got out of the car. And, yeah, that right there. But correct me if I'm wrong. So on the Capitol building, don't they have 24-hour snipers on top of that building? They do not. Um, okay, the, okay. The Capitol building is... Um, uh, I thought they had... For some reason, I thought they had snipers on top of the building. No, no, no. That's where your legislative people go. It is heavily secured. Um, I don't know if you've ever been is there. It? it is. You wouldn't have thought it was, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, right there. Yeah. I mean, they probably got snipers during the inauguration or something. You know yeah. What I mean? Oh, okay. definitely. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it's just yeah. 24-hour security snipers on top of the building, pretty much White House on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got you. Yeah, the, the Capitol building. I mean, because think about it. 
those guys aren't in session. They're, they're they're only there when they're in session. They're not in session all year. Right. They're like in session Correct. two times a year. Or three. And then they go. They return back to their home state and yep. so on and so right. forth. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. Right. Well, we did have a victory in Georgia yesterday that was over heavily overshadowed. I uh, know. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what it was. He's like, they gonna win Georgia. Not they ain't gonna get no they ain't gonna get no news buzz about. Yeah, they get this buzz. They ruined it for him. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's how Trump always do. When something come out, he always try to, you know, live up to something and make something real big and just to yeah. overshadow people. Hey, um, I swear yeah. that's that girlfriend that you broke up with, and she just always doing something to try to get your attention. Doing always. the most. Yep. Doing the most. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> the, the the news and just think. I mean, this is the first full <laughs> week of January, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And think of the news that we've had in the first full week of January. So you got yeah. stimulus checks, or not even stimulus checks. These are relief checks. So you mm-hmm. got $600 yeah. relief checks that, that hit some mm-hmm. people's accounts. But the IRS messed up and, and put um, money in wrong accounts. So they're trying to scramble to fix that. How now, can Okay, never mind. I know. So yeah, they send it to TurboTax, and if you use that, that's who they're sending it to. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's wow. jacked up. It's jacked up, but they're trying to fix so, it. Okay, no mind. But, but that you know that was the first thing, right? That was the first thing we got. They finally got the checks out. The mm-hmm. Second thing, you had the runoff in in uh, Georgia, uh, mm-hmm. and shout out to Georgia for doing their thing. DeKalb County saved the uh, saved the country. I appreciate. What it. was my girl name? I, and and y'all can uh, take my car, revoke my Stacey Abrams. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stacy. Sister Stacy, yeah. Sister, yeah, we yeah. appreciate you out there, Miss Stacy. And and mm-hmm. to all the people that she mobilized to to get people, um, you know, out to the polls. Shout out to them too, because they did some real work. And mm-hmm. and I don't know if y'all seen yeah. that meme. Have you seen the meme where it says, "If I well, yeah, I sent it to y'all. If I bet was a person." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She lost. yeah. <laughs> and the, and the crazy funny. thing about it was she they they won by more than Biden did. You know, so they even yeah. increased the vote even more. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, great. Which it's it's funny. I I saw this thing today, and it said, "Well, hold on, before you go there, Biden didn't win according to forty five. They cheated. <laughs> they stole. They stole it. Yeah, they stole it. Yeah. So, um, it, I don't know if y'all saw the uh, there was a meme going around, and it was like, it's funny. They say, um, uh, what was it? Oh crap! I can't even forget it now. I, I I've forgotten it, but it had something to do with. Um, they say that like all lives matter or something until it's them, and and I, I don't know. It was something crazy. I'm I'm gonna find it and I'll send it to you because I don't want to botch it on here. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, that was the second thing that happened, right? And both mm-hmm. Democrats won. Um, and we had eight. And keep in mind, we only had, we only seven days in. Yeah. So, yeah. That, so you got two <laughs> Democrats. So now the the Senate is fifty fifty, which means. You get the tiebreaker. The tiebreaker goes to the vice president. Vice president. And so, who's the vice president? Miss or Madam Vice President Kamala Harris. Mm, so let's mm, let's stay hard. Yeah. So mm. there you go. There's that. Uh, Mitch McConnell is now. He's going to be the minority leader of the <laughs> Senate, which sounds bizarre because he's been the majority since Obama was in there, and now he's the minority. Isn't that kind of mm. ironic? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, but oh well, it was all good just a couple of days. A couple right, of days literally, ago. it was all good like twelve yeah. hours ago. Yeah, <laughs> you mean to tell me I can't get none of my friends rich around here again? Ain't this 
Right. So you have that, and then on the heels of that, we saw what happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So think about all that, and then obviously there was oh. a woman killed. Another thing that was overshadowed, not to cut you off, Todd, another thing that was overshadowed, none of the officers in Kenosha was charged. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That That was overshadowed. That was overshadowed. Real fast. That did happen, too. Thanks for reminding me of that. Shot that Mm -hmm. man seven times in the back. And it was all good. So, But But, And and another thing with the girl, they said the woman that got killed, have we seen her body? Uh, have you seen the video? I saw it. I seen the video, but you don't see him shooting her. You see a gunshot go off in her no, direction. No, no. I see him shooting her. I saw the video. I have seen that video. You, you can send see, that. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen the video yet. You can see her trying to climb through the window, and there's a officer yelling to get down, get back, get back. Like he's he told her repeatedly to get back, get back, which he has to protect those people in that chamber. She right. kept coming. He shot her like three was it a couple times or three times? And then you see her, you see him from the side put his gun out, and then you see her like fall out the window. And then everybody and then, backs back. Yeah, then everybody backs up. Yeah. Which, she I mean, that, he did his job, right? Nothing. Do what? Yeah, no, he did, it, he did his job, but she lost her life for absolutely nothing. Right. Well, what did they, what did they achieve on January the 6th, 2021? What was achieved by doing what they did? Getting somebody killed. I, honestly, I mean, the only thing they did was cause ruckus and get on TV. Well, I mean, let's be real. Uh, let's be real. This thing is more sinister. It's deeper than 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 what. Yeah, no, 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 no. You're right. You're sinister. right. But I'm saying, at that exact moment, who's gonna say, you know what? I give my life for this for this cause. A lot of people. Those people. <laughs> yeah, it it, it depends on your connection to the cause, this whatever the cause food. is. Yep. I mean, but I mean, if you think about it, any major cause that existed has had its casualties, and that's what, what, good. What, what, now, what cause is this, though, yo? So that's not the point. The point is every <laughs> cause. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to focus. Yeah. No, but, I'm saying like, what kind? Of, what cause? Yeah. Is this? Yeah. And, and the reason. Well, let, let's let's be clear and fair. It doesn't okay. resonate with you because it's not your cause. Mm-hmm. That's their cause. So to them, it Correct. resonates as strongly as it does it's, for them. It, it resonates for us the same way, just different perspectives. And I think that's one of the, the key takeaways from 2020 for me. I got two of them, but it's it's perspective and perseverance. Like everybody complained about how bad the year was, but if you're here in 2021, you persevered through all of that. You're here to talk about it today. So that that's crazy. But then the perspective now, when 2020 started and we did our, our SAM retreat back in January 2020, the premise was vision. Do you think that was a part of the conversation we had, a global pandemic? more black folks being killed in the streets and, and the blessing and the curse of George Floyd, who just happened to be good friends with Stephen Jackson, who had the platform to make it way louder. Mm-hmm. You couldn't have told me in a million years I would have saw that coming. But here we are today. So I don't want to diminish somebody else's cause because in their heart, they feel like they're right. Now, whether they are not... Well, you can diminish it, throw it away. <laughs> Man, look, I'm diminishing the cause because it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And 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 I'm not again. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying it's not no, it, my no, place. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you, you're the reasonable one in the bunch. We know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm unreasonable at all. At all well, 
well, well, let me say this because this is going to be the unpopular opinion, and and I, I I'm going to catch some slack on this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Hold you on, know what, bro? Are you connected to your Wi-Fi or are you connected to your phone? Good call, my brother. See, see, when you l- I, l- listen here, everybody who's listening to us. Hey, Otis. Hey, Otis, <laughs> And every time, every time he doesn't connect to his home Wi-Fi, we lose. Yes. <laughs> so, so we want to so, make sure so you everything you say. Oh my goodness. Okay, so so did y'all hear anything I said? Yes. Yo, you said you're going to you, you're the unpopular opinion. Yes. So so when I saw yesterday, you know what I thought initially? What's that? This is a power move. This is a, a show of potential. This mm-hmm. is not anything that's meant to be for real. This is just to get your attention. So when you mm-hmm. ask the question, Henry, what did they accomplish? They put the fear of God and the people in that state and around the world. And that's based off conversations that people in various media outlets are taking right now. Black men, Stephen Jackson, Kendrick Perkins. I'm scared right now because I don't know if they're willing to do that there. What are they willing to do to me here? And I agree with that. But I don't think that was the point. I think the point was simply to grab the attention of the American people, put them on notice. And I think about Donald Trump. Again, this is where I'll probably say something that's unpopular. Joe Biden, Donald Trump. I don't think it matters. Doesn't matter who the president is. And we like we like these breadcrumbs where we go, we do our thing, we go vote, we get the man we want, whether it's Clinton, whether it's President Obama, whether it's Joe Biden. Who when we get our man, we're excited about about (laughs) My point is, Todd says something that I think is important, which is you have to tell them what you want. But in reality, you ain't telling nothing. You're asking because they still got to say yes, and they still hey, got to actually do it. Yeah. Hey, so, but, I but I will say this, though. There is a way to tell them. And let me tell you what happened. What we saw yesterday was them was a group of people telling them what is yes. going to happen, right? Well, see, yeah. they weren't actually telling the person. They weren't actually telling 45 this. No. 45 was giving these orders. But they're telling, but the point I'm making is they're, they're telling, telling everybody else we will go to we will go to extreme measures to protect what we believe in. Now, That's what the message was. Let me let me let me finish my point here. Um, okay. I think that this was if if any of you watched yesterday and you followed what the politicians were saying, what some of the senators were saying, some of the Republican senators were saying, um, before they jumped in and was like denouncing all of this a lot of them remember they voted against certifying the election right Mm -hmm. think about the i want you to think long and hard matter of fact after this go look at a list of all the people who was like no in the senate who said no and then look at like 14 of them i think now 12 to 14 when you look at that list i want you to remember who's on that list and then in four years look who runs for president on their side they are trying to mobilize a group that they know votes so that they can get the vote come on man this this is textbook yeah yeah and and i guess what i'm talking about is peeling back more and more layers so at at the center the the epitome of all of this it's not Republican or Democrat because I feel like, and I'll say, I'll get into this more later if you guys want, but I feel like I'm an uninformed voter. So I don't even think I should have the right 
quote unquote, the right to vote, because if I can remember stats for at least 50 to 100 players in the NBA, where they went to college, where they went to high school, how much they average per game. I can know all this about them, but I don't know that about the candidates on the ballot. Then am I really informed? Yeah. No, I'm pretending like I am. And I think that's what 90% of voters do. They really act like they know. They have no idea who's voting. If you vote Democrat, you generally vote all Democrat. Republican, generally all Republican. That to me is not real. That's fake. But we talk about that power. But if we don't know how to wield that power, then what is the power really doing? And I'll give it a great example, a, a parallel for me. I think about uh, uh, Thanos in the Avengers. He knew how to wield that gauntlet, right? Yeah. But when... Uh, Bruce Banner or or the Hulk put it on. He didn't know how to use it, so it didn't work right. When uh, uh, Iron Man put it on, he wound up dying from it. It was great power. They had it right in the palm of their hand. They didn't know how to use it. So it's bigger than just what the power is or what your power is and how to use it. I think it's more beneficial if we're helping each other to get to the next level than putting all of our faith and hope in a system that since its origination since it began has been against us and we're still hoping that that same system is going to protect us somehow and then we see yesterday and we want to be all up in arms i don't know why because this has been this country since its inception one thing i want to say about that is you know when you look at at voting and you know going to going with that it's not that you know you believe not me personally believe they're going to save us or anything. It's more so that you don't want someone from another, you know, usually Republicans trying to take something away from you. And that's, that's usually my platform on voting is, you know, voting rights and things that they can take away from me. You know, you talk about generational wealth and real estate and things like that. They can put rules in place that will disenfranchise black people. And the people who usually put those rules in place are usually Republicans. And usually, if you have, you know, say a Democrat in office, usually they may not do nothing for you, but they usually can stop someone from doing certain things to you as bad, if, if not worse. So that's where I, when you say when some people don't want to vote, it's, it's, I'm not voting for you to do much for me. I'm voting so that things don't get worse and get taken away from it. Like make, make, make America great again. It's basically uh, a statement <laughs> yeah. to take things back to where they were when, you know, black people didn't have. The Voting Rights Act. Black people didn't have, you know, uh, and they made sure real estate was done properly so that you yeah. could, they look at the market and make sure, oh, we're not charging black people more on yeah, redlining. Uh, redlining and all of that. So it's a lot of things that they can do under the, you know, when we weren't financially and educationally um, fit uh, financially. So we didn't know what was going on. But now that we do, there's a lot of things that, you know, Republicans want to do to us that we don't know and they will take take from us and keep taking if we're not not careful with that right because yeah. we've, we've never been in that position so we don't really understand how to like like you said joe we don't understand how to wield the power so when we get when we get it we we're, we're screwed essentially yeah uh, yeah that's kind of where i was going and 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 gerard i agree with you man it's just i guess when i think about the, the larger picture and all this it's not because i've never once and never will tell somebody they should or should not vote. That's not my right. That's not my right. I don't have that right to do that. Um, I, I just look at it and I'm like, okay, there's a lot of ways that we can mobilize. There's different jobs out there. One of the jobs that I want to have is not to depend solely on this, but I want to be able to depend solely on you. You get what right. I'm saying? I don't right. want to have right. I don't want to have to hope that Biden's going to come in and somehow mystically, magically change the landscape for us. I don't I don't believe that. The same way I don't believe that Trump came in and was this horrible boogeyman that they tried to make him out to be. In the sense that 
what he was on is the exact same thing everybody else that's been in the White House, House has been on, and that is yeah. a maintenance or control of power. That's all that was. So imagine what would have happened if in Donald Trump's mind, I'm, I'm speaking for him, I can't say this for sure, but if he could You're get- You're speaking a lot for him, man. You're starting to scare me. Well, listen to this. Check this out, because it's really going to scare you. What if he thought- Oh, man, I'm going to hang up. <laughs> Watch <laughs> this, America. I'm going to get my people to go into the White House. They're going to be so afraid that they're going to overturn the vote the way that I want it. Um, what kind of a show of power is that for an individual? Yeah, that, that's, that, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't look at that as, and I told my wife this, it's funny. I was like, you know, we keep looking at this and saying what could potentially happen, but why would any of these folks that have these issues come to our neighborhood? A neighborhood full of black people that that makes no sense it makes more sense to go to somewhere more public where the statement is larger well i'm gonna tell you if they come to my doorstep it's gonna be a bad night for them yeah there's now that i would say there's no benefit to that if they want to make a major statement do what you did yesterday and i that's what i'm saying like when you ask what their what the point of it was or what did they gain they made a statement and that's that sometimes especially now in this social media era that we live in this this click content, quick click content era that we live in, those are the, what move the world right now. So they made a heck of a statement. And I'm hearing that statement is on the way on the way here. From what I've heard, that statement will be in the state of Tennessee soon. I don't know how true that is, but yeah, that's what I've heard. So uh, yeah. I wonder. <clears throat> I wonder. Well, hell, I don't know what I wonder now. Um, <laughs> you wonder what a news? Uh, well, you don't need, you good? Yeah. Statement heard around the world, man. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. that's where I was gonna go. Thank you, Dry. You, you jogged my memory. So we talk about statements, and we talk about mm -hmm. statements being made. Um, mm -hmm. So Black Lives Matter movement. We're gonna use it for an example. Every time Black Lives Matter movement tries to peacefully protest and make their statement it's always overshadowed by the amount of law enforcement um, or, the, or the, the sheer force of, of police, response, yes. whatever, bef before we can even get to the bottom of the, the, the issue. Right. But right. it seems like yesterday there were, there was nothing else overshadowing the issue. The issue was what it was, and they showed you what they wanted, and they got it with, like Henry said earlier, in, the, in this video to show it, you see police officers just letting people through the gate. It, yeah. there's well, one that, 45 sent, sent the word out. Yeah. Sure no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 45 made sure that nobody was on, nothing was going to overshadow what they did. When they yeah. called in for the National Guard, no. But let's, FBI, whoever else was supposed to show up, stand down. Because he wanted this actually to get out there and be seen. I have this much power where I can get things done like this. And let's be real. I mean, Until he gets out of the White House and then New York lock him up. <laughs> let's just be, be straight up and honest. Like Since we're having a real conversation, uh, and not every police officer, we know it's not everyone. We know that there are a bunch of good ones out here who are trying to do the right thing, but Aren't there a lot who are avid Trump supporters who, you know, 
hinge on his every word that we know yeah. are in law enforcement? We know that. Oh, yes. We know this. So, so yeah. would and, and this is a question. Would it be fair to say that some of those people who, those Capitol Police people or whoever those law enforcement people were, What's to say that they down. weren't in that in 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 on it, right? Like they. Oh yeah, they had to be. You you know yeah. that they were ready to just like, oh yeah. no, nah, you good, bro? Like, hey man, just don't do nothing when we were around. Like, don't do nothing crazy when we we're around. We might have to arrest you, but otherwise, you, yes, you, yeah. You, you, yeah. You good. They taking pictures with them, hugging them. Oh, that's why I was uh, taking pictures. Come on, bro. Yeah. Come, on, come on in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's weird. Yeah. That is it hasn't been announced that none of that, no, none of those officers that took pictures of them have lost their jobs yet. Right. Or act of this domestic terrorism. Well, I'm not worried about them taking pictures. I'm worried about the videos where I see where you just see the officers opening the gates and letting them go, right? So well, how and, about, and how about the, the camera crews that was letting in? And I ain't gonna say official camera crews, but when they were letting people in, you see, I seen the dude look like he had a movie camera on. Oh yeah, they knew what they was doing. The people, I mean, I'm sure they brought the camera for the Trump rally already. Yeah. When they yeah. went over there, they were just like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna get all of this footage." Yeah. yeah. I just, I don't know. I just wonder, like, I, I just wonder, I because I don't, the 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 human person in me wants to believe that this law and order that they preach, um, they really tried to keep it, but at the end of the day, a higher power told them to, and I say higher power like a man, a, a manager says, hey, we need to all fall back in this building because it's getting out of hand. That, well, you know, real quick. I, I want to say that that happened, but I, we don't know that. I won't know that. Really? And I heard that they they said that they did not try to have a police presence as much as they did with the other rallies because they didn't want it to look like it did for Black Lives Matter. They said that they did that on, like, that was official, that they didn't want to have as many police out in riot gear. And I guess they said a, some type of kit or something that you put on, but they didn't want to mm-hmm. have people out in that type of gear so it wouldn't look like they thought this would happen. But, you know, but why? But why would they do that for for them and not a, and like uh, not black? Well, exactly. Not black that people. is that is the question. You talk about this all the time. Who was <laughs> well, the police established? Who was the police established for? What was the police whole thing for the police department? And police officials. Who was that established for? Uh, the sheriff's office, and they were it was established the for, for slave patrol. Okay, slave patrol. Yeah. Who was slaves? I know we weren't the only ones, but who were slaves? I think you answered your own question. (laughs) (laughs) So it was done intentionally because they didn't want to look like, hey, we're not against our own people. And and I see it like this. I mean, obviously, as a if I'm a white man and I see a white child in front of me, I see myself looking back at me, right? So I am going to be lenient because I'm seeing me, right? Same if I'm yeah. a black man, I see a black kid, I'm going to think of myself and try to help. So I, mean, I don't know. And maybe that's a call that we need to occupy spaces that we normally do not occupy to that's help. It's implicit bias. That's yeah. what that's, that's basically yeah. all they do. Yep. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's implicit with them. I mean, that, some, some of them. Explicit. Maybe explicit. They do it on purpose, you know what I mean? Yeah. The perfect job, I always said, for like a racist white person is to be in the law enforcement. Absolutely. Because, you you know, you can mess you up do, somebody's life. You can do whatever the hell you want to do. Anything. Yeah. And if you get get in trouble for it, you get suspended or you just lose your job. You don't go to jail. So yeah. it's like you don't have to worry about that. So, yep. you know. And not only not only is it you lose your job, don't go to jail, but you can move to another county or, or whatever the coverage area State, for that whatever. department is. Yeah. yeah. And get another job somewhere else. So, yeah. You're so right. they don't even follow you. 
Does, <laughs> no. I mean, unless you commit like a, a felony or a misdemeanor. Murder or something, is, I thought murder was a felony. Well, you got to be convicted of it, though. <laughs> yeah. So, unless you do that, something like that, that it, part. It, it won't follow you. <laughs> that part. Yeah, murder is a felony. You just have to be convicted of it. If yeah. you're not convicted yeah. of anything, then guess what? Apply, send us your resume, you're hired. But and, and I want to say this too because this is something that's been bothering me all all day today. And then yesterday, once I saw what was happening, and I thought about what this is, and it's it's very similar. Uh, you know, there's well, there's a lot of parallels to the Civil War. You've got America fighting America, basically. And and the first thing I thought is like, man, you got these white folks fighting each other. This is crazy. Well, maybe I should just sit back and watch and let them all kill themselves off. You know, this this is my first th- thing I'm thinking in terms of like the hate, the hateful nature of the people who who may have feelings towards myself, other people who have immigrated to this country, different cultures, anything outside of white folks. And then I start thinking, well, man, historically, when back in like the 80s, early 80s, it was already becoming common knowledge to to Caucasian folks that around this time, 2020 they would no longer be the, the dominant majority. So now we're looking at a, a 50-50 split basically between white folks and all the other colorful people that are here in the U.S. In the next 30, 40 years, they're not even going to be the majority anymore. They're going to be legitimately the minority. And, and I mentioned this on an episode before. I asked the question, if I knew that there was a good chance that, that my culture, my race of people, genetically would be annihilated by being in these interracial relationships, what would I do to maintain it? Do I care or do I not care? And so when I'm looking at it, and and Dr. Francis Cress Wilson was right on time with this whole genetic annihilation theory, I'm looking at it now like, dang, it's true. It's so many more interracial relationships that I just see daily and what does that mean? The dominant trait is always going to be the dominant trait. What would I do? So when I look at this, I'm like, man, I don't even feel like Trump is, quote unquote, racist the way we generally refer to racist. I think he's classist above anything else. And he wants to maintain his. This ain't got nothing to do with the legitimate potential for genetic annihilation. This has everything to do with maintenance of power. And when I look yeah. at us fighting amongst each other about voting and not voting and who we voting for and why and all this other stuff. I'm like, that's the small fight. The bigger fight is the maintenance of power between these two parties and the two parties are predominantly the same folks. And and, 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 and I don't wish this on nobody, but man, you ain't got nothing. 45 ain't got that many years ago, man. Come on now. How much power? I don't even hold on to your power. Until you go. Literally until you go. Until you go. And then you want to make sure that you set yourself up in such a good position that every one of your family members maintain that power. Preach. I don't even think that's that's probably the biggest part for them most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. They want to make sure their kids remain Mm -hmm. that type of level, that they're not on an even playing field with everyone else. But you also put a child, you also put him, he's also putting a target on his kids' back. Yeah, right. a, a, a willing risk because they have the protection of the full extent of the law. He, he does. He well, I'm saying before he we does. do. I'm no. Yeah. Well, they got. Yeah. I'm well, saying well, before got, we do. They got <laughs> yeah. money too. They got money yeah. too. So they, they, you know, you can't do with it. Now, Gerard, let me ask you a question because you you made reference to something about this earlier. 
in your opinion, just kind of looking at the landscape of things right now, have you ever in your in your lifetime seen a white person, specifically white males, because white males have predominantly been the ones that have impacted every other cultures they've come into contact with. Have you ever seen one of these dominant males, white males like a, a Trump or a Bush or senior Bush with a black wife? Mm-mm. Anybody else? Have I ever seen a dominant white male with a black wife? Mm-hmm. Kamala. I mean, it depends on what. <laughs> I mean, her husband. He's white, dude. But my thing, my thing would be. It depends on those how, type of males we want. Those type of males we won't see. They'll keep things hidden. Nah, I think I think that those males are proud of it. Like you, you think about Kamala Harris's husband. Uh-huh. She, she's he stays in the, in the background because he doesn't want to overshare. And I think that's another thing too. Who is her? I mean, who is who is her husband? That's where I was going to go name. next. It is. He's like he's. I think he owns Oracle or something. Well, not Oracle, but he owns some big big company. Yeah, I think he's, you know he's, he's he's wealthy. He yeah. is. He's powerful <laughs> on his own right. He is okay. Wealthy. But but I feel like a lot of times when you have. Uh, powerful white men marrying black women they want to stay in the shadow of of the black you know what i'm saying they don't want to they don't want to make because because it seems like oh i got here because of him you know what i'm saying like they don't want that that image i feel like so i feel like they kind of hide or are they hiding because they don't want they don't want to they don't want the world to know who they land in bed with it's all nah. speculation. That's the sucky part. We don't know. Yeah. We can speculate, but we don't, I don't know. know. So, but I mean, and, it is what it is. Or they don't want their friends to be like, man, I ain't talking to you. You got that thing on over. Yeah. And, and I guess the reason why I brought that up, I was going somewhere with that. Okay. I, I, don't, necessarily, <laughs> I, don't, I don't necessarily believe that it, it's a, it's in, there are no issues with it. I don't have any issues with who you date, who you marry, any of that. My point is, I'm talking your Warren Buffett's, your Bill Gates, your Elon, these type of guys that really, the, the, the Cook brothers, these folks that have the money to really move the world. Because I think we look at things in a, in a very interesting perspective because it's the perspective that we come from. You look at LeBron James, he's like the richest dude in the world, it seems like, for the most part. But when you put into perspective that, wait a minute, the owner of the Lakers, Jeannie Buss, is paying him $85 million for two years also 14 other players, also all the five to 10 to 15 staff members. Also how much money the, she really got? How much money does she really have in comparison? So we, again, we look at things in, in these breadcrumb perspectives where all I need is just a little bit of the puzzle or a little bit of the, of the pie to feel like I've kind of made it. And what I'm suggesting is instead of wanting any of this pie, and, and I would I would make a reference to the movie Life right now, but I'm not going to do it. If, if, <laughs> White's if, only pie. <laughs> if it's a matter of the pie, I don't really need the pie. What I need is, again, I mentioned it earlier, the, the three other gentlemen on this call, I need y'all to care about me as much right. as you care about yourself. And I need to care about you as much as I care about myself. If that's the case, really the case, then that should supersede everything else. Because if I care for all of you brothers and I'm willing to help you in whatever way I can, there's not a whole lot somebody else can do to come in and infiltrate with the whole divide and conquer scheme. Because that mm-hmm. that that process or or that skill set that usage of or tactic in warfare is undefeated yeah 
Definitely. Yeah. But if, if if I care about y'all the way y'all the way I care about me and vice versa, we should be able to get beyond a lot of the issues that exist for us. First yes. and foremost, and that'd then be, that would be a perfect world, yo. It, it, but but the problem is, is it wouldn't because we may still have people of other cultures that do not like us. So I don't think it's far fetched. I no, also, it's, it's very far fetched, man. We we that day will never happen in our community. And and it's sad to say, but it will Only reason why I say I would I would potentially agree with that is because we don't do more. Even when it's somebody like I think we have our black bourgeoisie. And I think we have our, our regular black folk and then we have black folks who are not doing well. And those three segments do not often cross. At all. That, that's a problem don't. for me. They definitely don't. And it's funny. Like, yeah, they don't. They don't cross. Yeah. It, it's funny. And, and Gerard may know this person. Um, we went to school with this with this person, but definitely was a black female. I would equate her to that that group that the bourgeois, right? The bougie folk. But you talk to her even as a as a as a black person, you're just talking to her and everything she did mimicked like white folks, right? So white much culture. so that this girl yeah, white culture so much so that this girl married a white man. And nothing wrong with that. I don't want anybody to think that there's anything wrong with that. But Yep, time you're racist. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, so it, it to your point, there you go. Yeah. They, they don't cross. Yeah. It, it, yeah. She didn't. Uh, yeah. She even though she was in this segment, she didn't even cross, and she yeah. went to what she knew. Is what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Yeah, that that happens a lot. I mean, yeah. you, you you see that. You know, sometimes they they won't even want to associate with somebody who's black, and it's just. I mean, I guess men do it too. So I, mean, I can't yeah. really yeah. think about it. But yeah, it's. It is what it is sometimes, it's, but it's interesting when you see it. You know? you, and I'm about to make, I'm gonna say something else that may be very unpopular right here. But I, when I when when we talk about this, anybody who, because I agree with Todd, um, I, I grew up in a household where it didn't matter what race somebody was. We really didn't care about that part about it. it was, you can you can have relationships with anybody. It's on an individual level. Who you decide to marry is the same thing. You know, it's never been a question. It was never like I heard, you better not date this one or date this one or marry this one because this and this and this. Now I did hear stuff about, you know, if you if you put yourself in a position with a with a white woman, you know, and they say you did this, but that's because history history had given yeah. a couple of examples. Just be careful. Be yeah, careful. be careful. Exactly. Exactly. But when I think about where we are today, where we are right now, and everything that we see that's going on. And, and popular culture just just around the world it makes me wonder what is what is and, and i hinted on this earlier but what does the next 20 30 40 years look like like realistically what does it really look like are we truly coming into a time where because i, I firmly believe that um, america suffers from a heart condition so as these people that have that heart condition and it's it's man it's so ingrained in their dna as they die off, because this is what's going to happen as time progresses. What happens with that next generation, these millennials, these Gen Zers? What's going to happen when this group that came up in a racist household is asking the question their entire life? Why is my mom, why is my dad like this? This is crazy. I would never be this way. When they become the people that have the power, what yeah. does it look like? It, it's what, just so interesting to me. What they're gonna, what is, what's going to happen with that is it's all based off their perception of how they're being treated by the individual. 
So the first time an individual that doesn't look like them mistreats them, then they're gonna say, I see why my father or mother was like this. And what they were saying was absolutely right. Of one experience. Was you gonna say something, Gerard? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. My phone was acting up. Oh. That now, Henry, I, I don't disagree with that. I think there will be people that way, but I think there'll be people the other way too. It's, it's just it's too big to be able to put it under an umbrella, and that's that's my whole point. Is what in the it's world? It's always been too big to put on the umbrella. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, but we've seen consistency in the way that America operates because the people that hold the power seats that can make the power moves don't look like us. So what right. happens when the hard condition starts to die off because they're more closely connected to uh, the 1800s, the 1900s, yeah. the early, early 1900s? What happens when those folks start to die off that were connected to them? Mm-hmm. You, got, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be Because the group that's coming behind them, we know what that looks like. I told y'all, my wife is a, a metro uh, a Davidson County Metro teacher, right? Mm-hmm. Metro Nashville Public Schools. Mm-hmm. They speak like 100 plus languages in them schools. Mm-hmm. That diversity ain't normal. Right. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? That's not normal. See, so I'm, I'm just curious. I mean, I think it's going to, I mean, I mean, just with hip hop music in general, I mean, I feel like it's like that, that alone will be one thing that helps integrate, you know, black culture into white households to the point where they at least have more sensitivities to what we're going through just because of music for one not a you know much more things are going on but with that one thing i just imagine how many young white kids i see listening to rap music now they know yeah. all the words and just yeah. you know and growing they, up i didn't it wasn't like that at all you know so it's, that's just around their parents. i'm going yeah i'm a one-up you gerard i'm a one-up you here and y'all may call me crazy but this is what i think it's going to be hard. Like, like like you said, Joel, you know, mom and daddy may think this way, but the kids are like, how could you be that way? It's going to be hard when when these millennials who now have, whereas mom and daddy only had solely white cousins, right? Now right. children have right. black cousins. Yeah, now now you can spend a summer in the hood. Right. You got all <laughs> you have all this this mix. It's it's hard to say I'm going to put my cousin um Jose in a cage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's hard to say, oh, you know, I, I'm going to let my other cousin you know, get shot. It, it's hard to mm. say that. Mm. So I think yeah. we're going to see that shift come here soon. It'll change your heart when you know somebody in that, you know, Boy. Correct. When they, when they hit you in the front door. Yeah. But see, what I've what what always been mind boggled by is how could a racist person be a sports fan? It's weird, right? That's the hey sports is one like of the Alabama. biggest dichotomies with that when it yes. comes to like Preach. you can be the most Republican person ever, but then go support the black players who you know don't believe nothing you believe at all. Yeah. And yeah. get along, high five. Oh yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's the craziest thing. That's, that's, that's a sickness in your mind for you to be able to Alabama's predominantly we know what they what that's all about down now. But that school that they have down there is one of the biggest college football teams ever. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And the guy that just won the Heisman looks like us. Yeah. Yeah. And they're gonna go play in one of the biggest games ever. Yeah. I want to go see the racist person that's, that's a true, pure Alabama fan just root against their own team. Yeah. It won't happen. It's not gonna happen. 
I would have used y'all school, but I didn't know how touchy, touchy feeling that is. So, y'all school is y'all school is right up there with that with that with that old. Them good old boys. Well, it's the South. Oh, oh. Favorites. And I know y'all know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Know. Uh, but here's the thing. Look, we're, we're, we're running out of time. So let me go ahead and, and get this in. This is breaking news. Uh, Trump has publicly said that he will not serve a second term. Um, that just Have happened. we been told you lost twice? Or three <laughs> times? Four times? You didn't have to tell us that. Yeah, so. You didn't have to tell us that. You're trying to save ass now, you know. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. So that that happened. He's oh, that him. broke my heart, man. He ain't gonna. Do it. I know. No, he ain't gonna do it again. Yeah. So well, after after they certified all the votes and everything, now yeah. like, after there was no way you couldn't lose. After you know, people, you know. Yeah. After the people yeah. that you voted into the Supreme Court said, "We're not, we're not. What are we hearing this for?" But he still right. didn't concede. So there you go. That happened. I mean, you got thirteen yeah. days. What you concede for? Well, he even, at this point, at your job, you don't even have to do nothing. Well, he didn't have to do nothing after he lost the the the, the first night. So, he ain't well, been doing nothing. So. Yeah. He, he, I mean, you, if you don't concede, he only got thirteen more days. Yeah, but here we go. Literally, we gotta hit these final thoughts because we if not, we gonna go over time. Who wants to start? Anybody? Go ahead, take the floor. Okay. I'll do this then. I was like, I what if? You don't, so. Yeah, I, I got you, Todd. What if Donald Trump didn't care anything about this election? What if Donald Trump is connected directly via investment or whatever to Moderna, Pfizer, AstraZeneca, all these other organizations and big farm companies that are creating a vaccine? And his one and only desire was to get a bunch of people around each other so that more people would be dependent upon a vaccine and obviously there's a cost associated so these companies are continually getting more and more money and he's getting a kickback what if it's just as simple as that just a thought i want to throw that out there not a question i'm really asking but just something to ponder for the people well that that is certainly something that you can think on and we can come back to it maybe (laughs) at another time maybe next week we can we can answer that question um anybody else want to go if not i'll go no. I was like, go ahead, Gerard. You look like you ready to file right there. And I made, made me think, but uh, uh, the, the biggest takeaway that I had from, you know, this week is, I mean, the same thing that all of you guys have thought, just, you know, everybody's thought it, like, if if it were black people doing the writing, when the third most powerful person in America is sitting in the chambers and the second most powerful person is in the chambers. Yes. The only person that's not in there is Donald Trump. So our most esteemed people in America right now. And we have a big budget for our military has, you know, gobs of money. And we allowed, you know, maybe 20, 30,000 people to shut down one of our political processes. And we let them do that. And it's, it's, I mean, we knew it could happen, but I, I just never figured that they would maybe able to make it inside of Nancy Pelosi's office sitting on her desk and write leave her a note. Taking uh, pictures. Yeah. Take, yeah, taking pictures. That's, that's the ultimate like white privilege. And he did it showing his face 
Yeah. Not even trying to cover it up. Even with masks being a thing now, he didn't cover it up. He, they, the folks who did this did not care about consequences of being, you know, sent to jail. They're not getting locked up. They're not worried about it. That's, that's, hmm. that's the epitome of white privilege right there. So they're going to get a pardon. Yeah. Breach. Yeah. yeah, yeah, then they'll get a pardon. Yeah. They're going to get a pardon. Yeah. Yeah. That's my thought. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. So it's a new year. Which means new money, new chickens, as my man Marshawn Lynch would say. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say this: Gerard had talked; he had brought this up earlier, and it made me think. Um, if you really want to understand the political process, um, you can learn the political process in an unorthodox way uh, by learning about real estate. Um, Gerard made a good uh, thing when he was talking about how you know, redlining, um, blockbusting, all that stuff. There's a book out that I'd love for you to read. It's called The Color The Color of Law. Um, it is a book. Uh, it's, it's called, it's a forgotten history of how our government uh, segregated America. And it talks exclusively how companies, uh, or I say companies, the government and um, other government agencies such as TVA, and TVA is right here in, in Tennessee, how Tennessee. they had a big part in segregating wow. neighborhoods across the country and, and putting us in situations that we are in now where we see that um, brown skin neighborhoods are undervalued versus, um, you know, white neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. So if you have the chance, I would like for you to pick up the book, The Color of Law, and you will be able to see how this, how the political process works in an unorthodox way um, mm. by learning about real estate in America. Interesting. Ooh, so. I've heard so much about that topic, man. Just like you know, things I listen to, it's, it, it really will touch you and make you just like, it's just it's insane, man, what they've done. Yeah, gotta have it. <laughs> gotta have real estate it. in America. Take it. <laughs> so the American way. Take it. <laughs> yeah. Right. So final on it, Native Americans on it, the Hispanics on it. Christopher okay. Campbell said, "Now nah, this is mine. I discussed this." <laughs> so I'm gonna give my quick final thought. I want everybody that that can hear this episode, and I appreciate you for listening. I want you to continually think on one thing. Imagine the post-traumatic stress that you suffer when the images presented to you all the time show this image white folks doing the exact same thing you do and not even a slap on the wrist they go you home. do it you go home in a casket you die that's deep right there yeah. that's another message that was being put out yesterday as well. yes that's why I brought it up absolutely that's another message oh. Henry they're going out with confidential confidential information just hey taking pictures of it without a care in the world what you got for us Henry man nah, I, if we ain't got enough time Otis gonna cut him out well okay so I'll say I'll say this this is more than one episode we, we're gonna touch this again. yeah this is yeah, yeah this, we can't contact this in an hour yeah yeah, and, and I think that I think there's a lot of other things that we and, and today we literally just touched the surface because it's so much in the news cycle right now. So it is. Um, no, we, didn't, no, we didn't get real deep like we should have, but yeah. we touched the surface. 
But hey, if you made it this far, you have homework, right? Go pick up that book and you can get it for free if you uh, pay taxes wherever you at. But through that was the app called Libby. It's through your library. You just go get a library card, which is free. You put your mm-hmm. library card number in the Libby app and you get free books to your phone. Whatever mm. you want. Whatever wow. the library has, you can get it digitally. Power move right there. That's good. Yeah. So yeah. that is the plug. So don't also, tell me you don't have enough money. <laughs> also, make sure you got to pick up my new album. Pledge. It's lonely at the top. It's lonely at the top. I knew it was coming. <laughs> so anybody hey, else? Man. Anybody else got anything? All they left I got to say is, you know, like Childish Gambino said, man, this is America. Breach. Yeah. And, and, and I'm gonna throw this out here. Did any of y'all see the responses from other countries? Not yet. Oh, yeah. no. So the, one of them said, literally, they said um, America is uh, is limping. Well, no, no, no. They said America is limping on democracy right now. Preach. So because it's never been about democracy for real. But anywho, but yeah. No. Go check those. those go check those out. But anyway, uh, anybody else? Anybody else? Yeah. No, everybody's no. good. Well, yes, sir. Ain't no more. We'll be back next week with y'all. Peace. Peace. Deuces.